Sanchez. season review episode r.i.p 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 uh, nah not r.i.p the season can go to hell we uh fair enough <laughs> we're gonna divide this up into three segments uh jose Mourinho, uh caretaker ollie and then full-time ollie this has not been i'm not gonna lie i don't have i don't really have anything interesting to say about jose being manager besides the fact that he he left yeah just got to the point is, where uh, like him, like, my biggest thing, and then I'll let you go, is that Jose's supposed to be a defensive manager. He started to fail at that, and when you can't even do that, it was time for him to go. Which I will say that he did get backing, you know, because we were in the Europa League, but he didn't get the backing that he wanted, which I'm sure he was led on to believe because of his new contract. Yeah. So that wasn't completely fair that he... Didn't get the backing when he got a new contract, but he had had backing. But that's all I gotta say. Yeah, um, I'm gonna actually take it all back a little bit to last season, the end oh, of last season. God, I don't want to go back that far. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think it it plays into what our expectations expectations were at the beginning of the season because when a team goes from sixth to second place in the span of a year, you expect that team to have you know st- sustainable progress that they can build on. And I think it, with hindsight now, the second half of last season was a pretty alarming display of what we ended up seeing under Jose this coming or this at the beginning of this season. Uh, yeah, Ed Woodward didn't really back him in the transfer market, but if you look at the previous two transfer markets leading up to a second place, he had he had players. It, it looked like he had players. It looked like you which know, he had a couple that didn't work team. out, but he did have a couple that did. Yeah, so. Well, and, and at the time, it seemed like Eric Bayou was a great center back. Yeah, uh, that's what I was like thinking of. He yeah. and Victor Lindelof were going to be a great pairing, and then the center backs that had stuck around from previous managers would, you know, be squad players. Um, and maybe I'll have to pull this up, but the first lineup of the season was definitely affected by the World Cup. Uh, I don't think World Cup players got to training until the week before the season started. Yeah, the preseason tour. And Lukaku was jacked. And he was slow. Yeah. Well, I think he was probably tired, too. Because Belgium, yeah. Belgium and France and England all got pretty far. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played the max number of games that you can play in a World Cup because they got to the semifinals, and then they either played in the final or the third-place game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we looked pretty lackluster to start the season against Leicester, even though we won 2-1. Uh, Pogba played okay. 
Andres Pereira started as an anchor midfielder. Yeah. And Fred played, I believe. No, he didn't play. Did no, he play? I don't remember, dude. No. I, I haven't. I haven't tried to think back that far at all. <laughs> and then things start going to shit week two of the season. Uh, lose 3-2 away to Brighton, 3-0 at home against Tottenham. Uh, scrappy away wins over Burnley and Watford, and then a home draw against Wolves. And then what I think is maybe the worst performance of the season was the 3-1 away loss at West Ham, where both you and I thought Jose was going to get fired after that game. Yeah. Um, McTominay playing center back, Paul Pogba I think playing center back as part of part of the game, uh, and West Ham steamrolled us. It was like, terrible. Yeah, sorry. Um, nah, but I mean that, and that kind of just drug on, right? Like the only like redeeming yeah, was... quality of Jose's of the when he did was the Juventus win question mark because Juan Mata <laughs> like scored a great goal yeah. and a lot of people don't think we deserved I mean we were in the final third of the pitch and we had a free kick we had a chance to win the game and Juan put it away but that was it yeah. you know like we hadn't had anything super positive to brag about and that was part of what they what seemed like a generally positive run because we beat Newcastle in that 3-2 comeback win which everyone was pumped after that, like, you know, this could be the start of a comeback or whatever, but we had to come back from 2-0 nah. down at home against Newcastle United. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the only game in the entire Premier League season that Alexis Sanchez scored a goal. He had one goal in the Premier League this season in, like, 20 appearances. Was it really only one? Yep. Wow. I couldn't. This morning he scored a couple. I think but... he had one in an FA Cup appearance. Yeah, he scored against Arsenal. He has scored two goals this season. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we drew 2-2 at Chelsea, where we had the, a 2-1 lead late and then blew it. Lost 1-0 at home to Juventus, in which we created no shots on goal. Uh, 2-1 win over Everton. That was when Marcy all started going. Um, he went on a scoring run and looked really good for a while. Uh, 2-1 win against Bournemouth. 2-1 against Juve. And we were feeling pretty good. And then we played yeah. City and lost 3-1, and it's, you know, back to being shit. Uh, draws against Crystal Palace, uh, Southampton away in that 2-2 game that was awful. At home against Arsenal, 2-2. Win against Fulham, loss against Valencia, loss against Liverpool. Jose gets sacked. People are mad that, that Ollie didn't perform better. Like, we shouldn't have been up there in the first place, but, like, it hurt that, like, when we were... Because if we win, if we just pull out some of those, like... Like, if we beat West Ham, you know? If we yeah. beat, you know, those three games, two games even, you know? Yeah. Changes things a lot, and the pressure isn't as great. And, and then, I think towards the end, our guys were tired and just folded. Yeah, and it, I don't think it helps that Jose through all of this was deflecting blame. And trying to blame everything, yeah. literally everything else for his problems. Which in the case of Ed Woodward... And, and it sounded dumb because he didn't yeah. want to, like, go out and say, oh, this is Ed's fault. Oh, this is Pogba's yeah. fault. You and know, like... That's why it, it made me sick this weekend watching him... for me? Talking, for that. <laughs> talking about Jurgen Klopp and, like, admiring his passion for the team and watching the way his players play for him. Like, Jose Mourinho squandered that opportunity at Manchester United. Jose Mourinho was a player, was a manager that the players believed in when he in his first season. Manchester United believed in him. 
you know, he was on really good terms with a lot of the squad. And at the beginning of the 2017-2018 season, it looked that way too. But when things start going bad and questions are being asked, he doesn't take responsibility. He doesn't no, He doesn't know when to game. put an arm around a player. He only knows when he, his own stake in the club is being questioned or like when his authority is being questioned. Oh, That's God. what he sees it as. I'm just mad. All right. Are you good on Jose? I don't want to talk about Jose anymore. It yeah, just makes uh, me mad. <laughs> it just makes me so mad, dude. Do you want to give a grade for Jose's portion of the season? Typical U.S. grading scale. A, B, C, D, F. I mean, he got sacked, so F. <laughs> I mean, realistically, at the best, it could be a D. Yeah. Just because of the Juventus win. But like you, yeah. like you couldn't do the one thing that you were supposed to be good at in your coaching career is defensive play, and for some reason we couldn't find a way to do that. Yeah, you were more worried about Pog, specifically Pogba doing this and that. And a hundred million pounds have been spent on defensive players for Jose. Yeah, the but that's Diogo but... Dallo, Eric Bailly, Victor Lindelof. And even Nemanja Matic nice, I was trying spent, to think of, spent yeah. like $45 million on Nemanja Matic yeah. coming in to be the defensive screen. And hey, for four months, he looked fantastic. And we got Fred because we didn't want City to have him. And we got Alexis because we didn't want City to have him. But yeah, that's 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 all I can think of. I don't, I don't, it's not even a matter of being harsh or being too hard on Jose. I just, you know, like I'm, I got tired of him. I liked it when he talked shit to other managers, but that's cool when you're winning. Yeah, if you're he, not, then it's not. He definitely and, had some moments where I, I was okay. You know, like, I, I felt like he was our manager. Mm. Not necessarily this season at all, but because even when we won against Juve and he, like, put a cup around his ear, you know, that that was about him. That wasn't about Man United. Yeah, I that, agree. That was about his rivalry with them when he was at Inter because he beat Juve all the time. I missed the guy that was pointing to the badge. Yeah. After that, it didn't seem like we ever got that again. Because everybody in the press was ganging up on him, and he felt cornered when he shouldn't have even felt cornered. He should have just ignored the press like all he does. Yeah. Like, like if you already in these like press conferences, they're asking all I questions, and he's like, well, by the 1st of July, we will find out who we have. You know, by the 1st of July, we're going to try to have everybody we have. And he says that, like, repeatedly. And he's a nice guy about it. I mean, they're different personalities. So I can't compare them all the way to that, but that's that's all I got on Jose. And it's weird, too, that there's so marked points in his Man United career. You know, that it's so clear that that January 2018, where results aren't going great, he benches Martial, Alexis comes in, we get knocked out to Sevilla. It's like, that's the turning point. Mm-hmm. After yeah, that, it never seemed the same after that, I agree. Yeah, it just seemed like there was such a clear... Knocked the air out of us. Yeah. We didn't but have any oomph distrust, or heart. Distrust between the squad members, yeah. or between the squad and the coaches. Yeah. And Rui Ferrio left. The assistant manager left because he couldn't deal with it anymore. Well, I, and I think that's yeah. part of the reason why we were so bad. Yeah. I mean, you look at the difference. We had Ferrio and then... It's, he leaves, then we suck. We had no like, organization. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> Jose Mourinho sacked. Uh, there's a day of speculation where we have no idea who the 
caretaker is going to be best Christmas present ever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> ever. At the end of the day, Man United mistakenly reports Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Well, they they no actually it was mistake. it was Moldo. No, 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 wasn't it? Um, Man United's website released the statement a day early. They meant to release it in the morning. Oh, is that for like two seconds? They released it at night, and then uh, the Norwegian Prime Minister and like Molda and everybody were like congratulating Ole. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. And, and then that came um, out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he he comes in uh, just before Christmas. His yeah, but they game. didn't take that down. Like they took the Man, Man United took the thing down, yeah, but they uh, posted it again the next day. Yeah. But yeah, so first game in charge, December twenty second, uh, Cardiff City five one thrashing, and then Huddersfield three one at home, Bournemouth four one. Uh, definitely picked up momentum from these. Beat Newcastle two nil on the road, Reading in the FA Cup, Tottenham away, which is probably the most impressive win I'd say, because Tottenham were in really good form at the moment and looked like they. Well, could the most impressive win's got to be PSG, but Premier well, League, I agree with that. <laughs> Uh, then Brighton, Arsenal in the FA Cup, uh, tricky Burnley draw, beat Leicester, beat Fulham, beat Chelsea, drew Liverpool, beat Crystal Palace, beat Southampton, beat PSG. And after that, we're on top of the world <laughs> in that moment. Um, but I, I guess back it up a little bit back in January when United starts stringing together all these wins. It's not really a possibility yet that top four is back on the horizon because the other teams haven't started tailing off yet. Yeah. But it's it's in the back of our minds, and we're thinking, you know, the, the feel-good factor is at least back. You know, the, we're seeing a man manager work with these younger players, and they are thriving. Marcus Rashford is playing the best football of his entire career today, to date. Uh, Paul Pogba and Marcus Rashford are on the same page. Paul Pogba is running the offense and looking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, David De Gea had that incredible game against Tottenham. It looked like even he was back. Um, Three hours later. <laughs> yeah. So the decision was made then in March to give that, him which makes me so the sad. full-time job. It just makes me so sad how, how well we were doing. Yeah. But let's talk about it a little bit about the turn then because it was about this time that we start looking tired too i just blame fatigue and i've said that what the last four episodes i've said that like i I really just think that everybody's like oh we're lazy blah 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 and i was like i don't think you guys realize that when you change systems in the middle of a season you're gonna be freaking tired dude like especially especially if you play every game you go from conservative defensive football to Fast, fast attacking play. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, as soon as you get the ball, you're, he's looking for one ones. I mean, we we co- we ran the least amount of distance out of any team in the Premier League. As under, Manchester United. Under Jose, under Jose yes. Yeah. So, I mean, going from that to something that's much faster paced, yeah. like, it would call it up. And I, I you could, uh, from all of Ali's interviews, he's just looking forward to the preseason and looking forward to the training. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not as mad as I usually like would be but it's not always fault like he's dealing what's like he's dealing the hand he was dealt you know what i mean like he's doing his his best and it was around it was the end of february against liverpool that the injury bug hit hard yeah because uh somebody was injured in training leading up to that weekend i mean for psg we had 10 players out yeah and then we lose mata herrera lingard 
and Rashford essentially in that game because Rashford kept on playing. Luke Shaw had a yellow. That he, was uh, he had two. He had two yellows. So I don't believe he oh, yeah, played Luke, in that. Luke Shaw also got uh, suspended for a little while, which further thinned us out. Yeah. And I I think that's where a lot of Paul Pogba's fatigue comes from because he's carrying of- the midfield in this period okay and i need my two seconds to say this bit the guy that was yelling at paul pogba i get his frustrations i completely get it but people put the blame too much just on pogba like there's so many other players there's so many other variables people just blame pogba people need to go and blame ed they need to go and blame the board okay because in in the past how long did it take them to make that jose Mourinho decision you know what I mean? How many times during the transfer uh, window, whether it's January or the summer, how long does it take to get deals in? Like, I get we're Man United and we want a bargain, but we're Man United. We have money. Go and spend the money. Have a better football team. And guess what? You make more money. That's how it works. <laughs> Instead of this, like, oh, let's have bargain players and all this, like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. So... And that's what we're really going to be looking forward to I mean, in the next month is how they adapt, see if this has changed. I do think that we're going to do business because we're in the Europa League and yeah. we spent a lot last time we're in the Europa Leagues. But, but like, look at Liverpool. They brought in two players that they splurged on and it changed the team. It was Mo Salah and Virgil van Dijk. Mm-hmm. And now they're, they won, what, they got 97 points this Premier League season? Highest and ever second place finishing. Title. Huh? And they didn't win. Yeah, that's um, what I I hate City a lot, but I always hate Liverpool more. Yeah, but I admire their effort at God, least. Oh, you Phil, know. Phil makes me so mad. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, our friend who claims to be a Manchester United fan, <laughs> our quote unquote friend, is, is uh, rooting for Liverpool against Tottenham in the Champions League. Final. I don't think he's rooting for Liverpool. He just doesn't want Tottenham to win. I think yeah, that's I really I what it is. Well, he, he, I still don't yeah. get that. It's still so dumb. But uh, our other friend Brian, who's a Chelsea fan, has clearly corrupted him. Oh yeah, they hang out way too much. Yeah. So Brian, if you're listening to this, first of all, thanks. You know, you're a Chelsea fan. You don't have to listen to this podcast. But second of all. Stay away from Phil. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so anyways. So where were we? So where were we? We were talking about always... uh, Caretaker period near the end. where Yeah. Started to falter. He got the job. And the the last game of his caretaker period was technically that FA Cup loss to Wolves on the road. I'll say I don't blame his permanent manager role as, like, we did. We played badly because he was the manager. No, I, I think, think that, I think that could have happened either way, and I think it would have happened either way just because of fatigue. I think so. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, but hey, well, I'll make that a Fergie time question, um, and I will tell you what it is. So, surprise. <laughs> um, what grade, what letter grade, do you give Ollie's caretaker period? Um, so from the Cardiff game to the Wolves FA Cup loss. I. Wait, say that again? Ollie's caretaker period from the 5-1 win against Cardiff in December. Until the Wolves lost. Until the Wolves lost in the FA Cup. I'd say a B plus. Okay. This is including like A plus, A, yeah. A minus, right? Okay. I, I, I would say A. Just plain A. I mean, the only I, thing I, that I, gives I, him an A, a minus to, for me is to just beat Wolves. Yeah, because that was a big game that we needed to get up for. And the week before, we had lost against Arsenal on the road as well, 2-0. Yeah. Well, although, I don't... 
the way I remember that game is we had most of the ball. We created a lot of chances, just didn't score. Feels bad, man. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, was something we've seen a lot of under, what, Jose first season when we had like 12 draws. Yeah, I think everybody also forgets that we had a negative goal differential when Jose left. We have a positive one. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we did have a positive one. the season with so, a positive one. Yeah, so there's that. Um, so... <laughs> Now we get to it was so bad. I hate Ollie, that guy. <laughs> Ollie, a full time appointment, and it was a really bad end to the season. Um, we've we've talked about the injuries and we've talked about uh, you know fatigue, but I think we should also talk about the opponents that we played because we played Barcelona twice, and they only looked better than us in one game. Though to be fair, they beat us in the first game as well when we thought we were the better team and we didn't get a shot on goal. And what I think is, next to the 3-1 loss to West Ham under uh, Jose, this is what I think is maybe the other contender for stinker of the season, was the 4-0 loss at Goodison Park to Everton. Um, God, that game was so bad. Really really needed to win that one to stay in the top four race, because coming up after that, we had City and Chelsea uh, in the span of four or five days. Um it, that, that I would, really feel that like make a break point for yeah. getting into the top four. I feel like and the, the players, the squad, were not up for. I it. definitely agree. I think the Barcelona game had a lot of emotional impact. Yeah. That people don't. People just talk about football players like they're robots sometimes, and you don't take into account the emotions and the things that that go into this. And I understand, like, as an old school football fan, it's. It's very different, right? Like, the Roy Keens of old aren't the same players because of Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all of these things. Yeah. And it's just a different world. Well, masculinity in general is just way different now than it used to be. Oh, so for sure. The way these guys are oh, faced is yes. totally different. 100%. And... Which I, I you know, I don't, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm, I think it's a pretty good thing. I think it's... More, it's dangerous to hold in your feelings and whatnot and not I mean, express yourself. But, they did have, we have had experience with it in the past. I mean, David Beckham was still sport, a diva. It is helpful to have that kind of dude. I think <laughs> I'm going to, I think I'm going to make my background picture of David Beckham in that leather suit. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where he's matching, matching uh, his wife yeah, back when they weren't married. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Am I just crazy? Yeah. No, I, I'm, I mean, I wasn't as like big into David Beckham as some other guys were. Oh, I like David Beckham, but I'm not. I'm not that into him. I just think it's hilarious, like because it's bad. Like oh, okay. it's gross. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no. Um, I wasn't sure if you were trying to say it was really good or not. No, it's so great. It's bad. I mean, it's so bad. It's great. There it is. Yeah. So we're talking about Everton, talking about City. Yeah, and and that's really the end for us because we lose to City. That we saw that coming because City, the title was on the line every week for them. That's and, why I said that Barcelona game was so emotional because mm-hmm. we got smashed. Against Everton. And that was that was our last chance at a trophy. And, you know, after the first leg, you have a little bit of hope. We come out early, you know, guns blazing against Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And then Messi takes the ball and puts two past us in five minutes. But, I, okay, I, I can deal with that, right? I can deal with yeah. the Barcelona thing. Can't deal with Everton. I can deal with the City thing because... We should have beat Chelsea, though. Like, no, I, that's what I was going to yeah. say. I Even if we... All right, even if we draw against City, even if we lose 4-0 against City, we got to beat Chelsea. We got to beat, like, Huddersfield yeah. and Cardiff. We're the soul crushers. If yeah. we, if we, man, 
if we lose that Huddersfield game, it's yeah, it, we're in an even worse mood, right? Like it's, I mean, it's still not great, right? It still really friggin' sucks, but I mean, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to the summer. I just want, I know we're gonna do business because we always do it when the we're when we're in the Europa League. God, that was hard to say. Um, but I just hope that Ed doesn't screw around with these deals. Yeah, that's what's gonna um, be. I think huge. Um, just to get my grade, my grade for Ollie's second or his full time appointment period would be a D. Uh, a D. Yeah. Uh, just because I think there are a lot of other factors that you didn't have in the Jose Mourinho period. You know, Jose Mourinho was at the start of the season. His players were fresh. Uh, they yeah. spent a full season learning his stuff. The new guys had a full preseason. I'd agree with that rating, um, too. Yeah, and this one is fatigue, injuries. There were so many factors against him. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of times where we're, we had, you know, we looked at his starting lineups and we're like, why is Ashley Young in there? You know, but... See, my thing is, is that out of all the intelligence, and, and I'm going to have my little moment. I'm, I don't have a soapbox, but I'm going to get on my moment. Um... <laughs> With all the intelligence we have on that bench, with Phelan and Carrick and and Ole, I don't under I literally just don't understand why Ashley Young. I mean, he might be a vocal leader. He might be in yeah, a we, training pitch. Goes on in the locker, locker room. Right exactly. Now, he might be a great like on on the training pitch leader, yeah. teaching guys. But if he can't perform that in the game, which he obviously can't. Like surely he got a he got a one year extension. They've got to know that the guy's struggling. Like he's old. I get that. Yeah, like especially Diago, Diago like has legs that work and he can run. Well, okay, and I'm gonna give Ashley Young the smallest benefit of the doubt. When you're at that age and you're going from slow defensive football to attacking football, I'm sure that dude was tired. And he also played, but that all I also, also rest my case. Game of the World Cup. Yes, exactly. So I rest my case in the fact yeah. that the dude needed a break. And I, to be honest, I really think if you now people won't agree with this anymore, but I think if you give Paul Pogba the captain's armband maybe earlier in Ole's reign, he plays up to that. I think. Yeah. I mean, if if some butts were candies and nuts, you know, yeah. we'd all have a Merry Christmas. But I, I really don't want Pogba to leave because there's there's two. United fans right now, two perspectives. It's, you know, we need to get rid of Pog when we need to keep him, obviously. But there's also the complete rebuild and the patchwork rebuild, right? And I don't think, I mean, Andrew Herrera leaving is a huge blow. So, like, I still think we have, with all of these youngsters coming up, I don't think it's a complete rebuild. I don't think it's a complete patchwork. I think we just need to do business like Manchester United, and we're fine. Yeah. Get guys out, get some players in in those spots, and I think we're good. What was your? Yeah. I want to really want to know what your Fergie time thing is. You said it was a surprise. Uh, yeah, so actually, uh, we're gonna take a break now, and then when we come back, we're gonna do individual uh, report cards, stuff like that, and then we're gonna do Fergie time. So. Back to you after these short messages. <laughs> And we're back. And we're back! Sorry. So now we are going to do our uh, individual takes. So we're going to go through and do our best player of the season, our worst player of the season, 
and who in the but squad currently will think we think will have a great season next year, uh, based on of their based on their play this year. So best player of the year, take it, Matt. Best player of the year for me, it's got to be Lindelof. I think. Okay. I like Luke Shaw. He had a little bit of struggle, but man, like, and Lindelof has still made some mistakes. But overall, I will say I think he's been the most consistent. Particularly in a season where we were so bad defensively. He kind of showed out and grew a lot, I would say. I think the only, like, real error, like, bad error that I can remember, but it wasn't even a bad error, was Ronaldo's kick. Yeah. He was on that Um, volley. In the first Juve game, uh, Dybala got past him, too, and had the tap in. Um, Oh, that was him. Yeah. uh, I think one of the two goals in the championship. Matic also didn't mark his man then. Yeah, no. So that was part of that issue. A lot too. of his mistakes seemed like they were communication errors as well. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think that uh, Lindelof and I guess Luke Shaw would be my second. Okay. Like second place. If I was yeah, he, give a second Luke Shaw place. won the actual player of the year award. Um, which, Victor, you know, Victor should have gotten it. Kind of shows how our season went when your <laughs> left back wins. Yeah. It's, it's like in American football, I'll make this analogy, which I've made before. When your safety is your leading tackler on your defense, that's a bad sign. You need to get your shit together. <laughs> your linebackers and your defensive linemen are not doing something. <laughs> and that something is tackling the runner. Or yeah. So, uh, my player this season, and this will certainly be controversial amongst our friend group as well as Man United fans, but it's Paul Pogba. I mean, he, he led us in stats for goals and assists. If you look at the periods where we played our best football, it was when he was allowed to do what he was able to do. Even under Jose Mourinho, Paul Pogba was already having his best individual season at Manchester United. Mm, that's fair. I, I just I think for, even against some of his Juve stats, he was statistically producing better than. Oh, season that's for sure. Game. I don't I don't disagree at all. I just don't think that he was consistent enough to be my player of the year. That's fair. But I would. I see. I, just, I see where you're coming from. I just don't think we have any offensive production without him in the midfield. Oh, I I completely agree, like 100. percent But he was inconsistent. Which, man, love World Cup and everything, but like people don't think about that. Man's like, tired. Like fam's tired, blood. You feel <laughs> all right now, nah. but not nah, really. Like you got to think about all the emotion that that guy has had individually people don't think about individuals and how the brains work of a footballer and i have not been a premier league player i missed a couple goals and i'll never get that contract again but <laughs> no um but it's a lot of emotions man like a lot of things going on in one season and we had a lot of guys like go deep into it and in, into the world cups i mean you know yeah and, and it doesn't help either when your manager at the start of the year pays you, oh, and then calls you a what a virus in front of the rest of the team. All right, so let's just go on. I hate anyway, that guy. So our worst player of the season, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I want player. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. I want you to go first. All right. Uh, also, rank one through two, uh, best manager of the season, and the worst <laughs> manager. No, I'm just um, my worst player of the season. Come on, do it. Okay, I'll, I'll reach pre- out with your feelings. <laughs> I'll, pre- I'll present two options for what I think is the worst player of the season. I think. Can I guess the two you're gonna go? Go for it. Okay. 
I think Ashley Young will be one of them. Nope. Really? Yeah. Okay, so Matic has got to be one of them. Yep. Oh, Alexis Sanchez has got to be one, oh, right? Oh, God, I forgot about him. Okay. God! You're in the top five? Like... <laughs> okay, apart from Alexis Sanchez, who is the worst player this season? How about... Well, we'll call it that. Because Alexis Sanchez had... I think 27 appearances. God, Lukaku was bad too. God, no, man, okay. I need more numbers, man. This is not a great season. No. Okay, so what, what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Uh, I think Nemanja Matic would be one for worst player apart from Alexis Sanchez. I don't uh, think he was the worst. There was definitely some that were over him. Like, I think yeah. Lukaku was worse. Well, Sanchez was worse. Like My second was Romelu Lukaku. Okay. Um, yeah. And I'll explain why for both. Matic pretty obvious i think everyone said it his legs aren't what they used to be he was brought it's tired a, and he's also he old but he was brought in to be a defensive anchor and even when he's playing okay like when we're when in the first period under ollie where we were playing really it was well, okay goals, he was okay he was a good part of possession he was good at retaining possession he was good at finding passes he even scored a goal at one point but for our build-up play and the one touch that we want when the other teams got the ball and counterattacked, he's not good enough he's just not there when he needs, he's not where he needs to be on the pitch to intercept the ball or to stop a counterattack or force them to slow down. You know, he's 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 too slow and he's not I'm so a good sad, defensive screen. I'm so sad Anders gone, dude. Uh, Romelu Lukaku, uh, 15 goals in all competitions. That's about half what he scored last year. I think he had 28 goals last year, 27. Like if that. you have muscle and you know you have muscle and you clock the fastest time in the Premier League. Get off the muscle, dude. Like, stop drinking muscle milk. <laughs> I also want to say, half of his goals came in three games. Southampton. And they were all with his right foot. <laughs> was it, yeah. Not was, all of them, uh, but... Was it Crystal Palace, Southampton, and PSG. Yes. Scored most of his, like... And they, were, they weren't even impressive. Six, they were all tap-ins, just about. Well, there were a couple. Uh, the one he scored against Southampton, the two he scored against Southampton were really good. Oh, look out! Curled <laughs> it from the edge of the box with his right foot to win it. I think. I um, don't remember. Well, anyway. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I I see what you're but, saying, but I mean that. But why can't he do that all the time? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like why? Why do we see such inconsistencies in his performances? This it only got worse for him because of when we sped up play. Like he had lost, it yeah. seems, a bit of pace and. Also, like, his touch, man. Like, when we're playing, trying to play one, two-touch football, like, quick passes, like, if the ball bounces off your feet. Like, I, I don't remember. I want to say it was against Watford, maybe Wolves, that Jess scored that goal where he stopped it with his left foot and just passed it in. Yeah. Like, that's not... Arsenal. Oh, it was Arsenal. Yeah, that's right. But passed it to him. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, So... Like, that shouldn't be hard as a professional footballer yeah. playing for Manchester United. Like, I really wanted Lukaku to work out. Because, I, like, he was the quickest he's, he was he's the quickest ever to get to 100 Premier League goals. He still can if he works. You know, if he can work on his first touch with Ollie and learn how to be a better striker, you know, with the with his touch yeah. and with his fitness. I don't no, think. I, I think don't think we'll, goals next season. I don't think but, we'll actually sell him. Yeah. I don't think. We'll, we'll see. Which, I, I mean, I wouldn't hate it, like, if it could work out, if all I think he can make him better, but he, like, he was his boy. Like, if we yeah. can build up the rest of our squad, like, Lukaku's not a bad backup striker, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. to have him there, like, he can press, he's still, 
I mean, he's still fast. Like, he's way faster than me. But yeah. he's not what he used to be as far as speed goes. So. Yeah. Oh, it's my uh, turn, right? Uh, I didn't say for, my my bad players. Your worst players? My worst players. So I, as <laughs> Ashley Young? Man, okay. Apart from Alexis Sanchez. Apart from Alexis Sanchez, because that dude sucks. <laughs> All right. But... Yeah, it is, because even when Ashley Young, I can't even remember, and I'm not going to put my th- myself through the pain, but if you want to, like, get drunk and just watch all of the games back and see how many crosses Ashley Young would stop with his foot, he had a second to think about it, pass it, and it goes, and it's a, it goes through the, or out the back of the back line, and it's a goal kick, like... I just, like, if you can't deliver a good cross when you're standing still, what the hell are you doing at my club? Like, his defensive stuff, he, like, and he used to, like, compensate for it because he had, like, a couple of good defensive games where he would just, like, destroy Hazard or, you know, like, whoever, but it didn't even seem like he really did that this year. You know what I mean? And I just don't, yeah, he's got to be my worst player. I... I just I just want him out really yeah. badly, but um, I guess number two for me would probably be Matic, not including Alexis Sanchez. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Yep. Okay, shout out to actually someone that actually has played like decently well. Smalling's actually had a pretty good second half of the season. Just just throw that out there. Uh, uh, I would disagree. He's had a better second half of the season than Phil Jones has. Phil Jones hasn't really played that much. I rest my case. Okay, but... but the no, I think... No, 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 fair enough. I mean, I'm not going to say he's had, like, a great season. I just said yeah. it was pretty good. Like, for Chris Smalling, I felt like he's made I, more intelligent runs. I, w- I won't even entertain this by saying that there has even been a second-best center back this season. There's only been Victor Lindelof and then everyone else. Oh, 100%. I agree with that. Yeah. I'm not saying he's great. I'm just saying. Like, um, so, player who we think will be really good next year or have a, a, a good season next year. Is this counting that we keep everybody that we want to keep? So this Pablo yeah. Martial, Rashford, yeah. Lukaku. And also, yes. even people like youth team, if you want to pick a youth player. Whatever. Okay. Um, I'd like to really pick a youth player, but I think Rash is just on the cusp of being crazy yeah, good, uh, man. He's, he's, he, is, he is so close to being that guy. He yeah. is so close to there. and He's finally got a system that supports that, too. Yeah, and I don't... I would pick Pogba, because Pogba could break out at any second. He really can. Well, and Pogba made PFA team of the season. Like, he had a good year, you know? Like, and I, I... I completely agree. I, I think that... I think he's gonna have a better season than Martial will. Yeah. I just think that I, I mean I, I also hope he can keep Martial, but I I'm not exactly well, sure I hope, I what hope Martial can actually like fucking do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's had a lot going on this season. Like I remember he got fined for going and like. He went back to France, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, quit Instagram because he got che- got caught cheating on his uh, fiance. Is that what that was? Yeah, while she was pregnant. Wait, is that what that was? I don't know if that's why he went to France. Oh no, he went to France. Like he got fined because he, he stayed uh, too long or something. 
That was over the winter break, right? Yeah, but it was because his child was born, you know? Like, it's dumb. That was also Jose, but whatever. I mean, I really want to say that one of the youth guys, you know, Garner, Greenwood, Gomez, Chong, mm-hmm. uh, we just don't know what kind of time they're going to play, but literally you could say any of those guys mm-hmm. and not be wrong. You know, it's yeah. also a I, I think thing, since but... you said Rashford, I'll actually go with Mason Greenwood. Uh, he looked really sharp against Cardiff. He was the yeah. only good player on the day, which is not man. A he had the, his contact, man, his yeah. his contact on the ball with his headers. It were just like he just needed a little bit of adjustment to the speed, and that guy's gonna be a stud. I, I'd dude. like to see him play more next to Rashford. I think the two of them could really link up well next year. Yeah, um, I agree, and, and I think I mean we've seen that he can. He knows where the goal is, mm-hmm. Mason Greenwood. Yeah. Uh, it's just whether he can do that against tougher opponents. And I think he'll get a lot of chances on the preseason tour to impress Ollie, and maybe he'll get more chances. I mean, we're bringing a... Man, I tell you what, we just need a couple pieces, and we have a good squad. Mm-hmm. Because, like, we need to sell all the guys that we really think we need to sell. You know, you bring in Gomez, Chong, Garner, Greenwood, like... I mean, I really only think we need, like, a big right winger still, but, like, Chong coming off the bench with, like, blistering pace, he still needs some adjustment because he hadn't had, like, a start yet. But, I mean, you just got to give those guys some games, and they're and they're there, man. Yep. We've got depth then. Yep. It's crazy. But um, all right, that's so, all I got. Uh, Ooh, polls. Talk about the polls. Right. So we are going to do a transfer poll soon, uh, assembling the different players at each position that are rumored to be on the move to Manchester United. Obviously, not all of them are going to be true. But uh, what we want to do... Come is on, I swear to of, God, if you put Ronaldo on the post. <laughs> what we want to do is kind of gauge <laughs> interest and see which player the fans are most excited about. And we're going to go get our own list. Uh, after a few days, we're going to look at the results of the polls, and we're going to do a podcast discussing... Uh, and rating the different transfer rumors of who we'd like to see. I love the transfer season. It's so yeah. exciting. And uh, we may even have a couple deals done by then. It seems like the Daniel James thing is uh, getting close. Dude, we watched that video, but I'm going to watch that video again. Ooh, yeah. How uh, fast that kid? Oh my god, scoring, that guy is uh, so fast. For Swansea this season on a breakaway. Uh, I mean, he, it wasn't... That kid is stupid fast, he dude. Running at, he was creating space. Like yeah. You could see him and the defender both running and him getting further away with yeah. the ball. Yeah. It was great. Which, youth. That's awesome. That's yeah. what I want. You know? So, yeah. um, so Fergie time. Oh, I thought that wasn't Fergie time. <laughs> if. Uh-oh. If we had waited until the end of the season to decide who should be manager next year, do you still give the job to Ollie after yes. this? Yes, 100%. Discuss. Okay. So, He deals with injuries and fatigue, but there's not one person out there besides other ex-players that understand this club like Ole does. 100%, no ifs, ands, or buts. This guy knows what this club is about. He knows how it's run. He knows the name of every lunch lady, every janitor, every everybody, right? And that's what we need. That's what Sir Alex did, and that's what we need. He's He's... The most similar to Sir Alex that we'll get, but he isn't him. He's got a different take. He likes to do things a little different, but he's learned a lot. And if we want something as close to when we were back in the post or in the Fergie era, I think that that's. I think he gives us the best shot. 
because he says he's not scared of anybody and he always says we're manchester united you know this is the biggest club in the world we're the best club in the world all of this that's what we need that's what these guys need to be preaching or that's what these guys need to be listening to when he's preaching to them Mm -hmm. it's all of those philosophy things and there's those guys like some of the guys get it just gets it marcus gets it you know shit Ander Herrera got it <laughs> you know and they just didn't want to pay him money but that's what we need Juan Mata I think gets it yeah. you know like those guys get it and the guys that are brought up the youth system those guys get it I just think that it's important that we get guys that are under that mentality if you get that I hate to say this but Pep was right he said it's not scary to go to Old Trafford anymore Yeah, you. we need to make Old Trafford a pit of despair again we want people to be scared of us coming to Old Trafford again. Yeah, and all that's these, what I want. All these football brought back the voice of the fans. Yes, one hundred percent. Old Trafford was loud down the stretch. Yes, but 100%. the players got to return the favor. Um, I agree with all of that. Uh, one thing I would add is it's not just that he's similar to Sir Alex. I think it's that his mentality and his ambition is that of improvement, and mm-hmm. we haven't really seen that. From I mean, David Moyes came into a team that he was you know had just won the Premier League. Also, youth and Everton like youth, it. youth, youth. Yeah, you know what? Louis uh, Gaal tried to implement a system. Jose Mourinho tried to implement. Jose, a system. oh, I played Scott McTominay. That's youth. I played Ollie, one play. He made an award for him. <laughs> Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer wants the best. He wants to achieve the best. He doesn't want to accept a, a defeat to Sevilla because this team doesn't have football heritage and he never he never made an excuse like that yeah like he said like he, he'll tell you straight we lost up to barcelona because barcelona are fucking good yeah <laughs> like, yeah 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 100 percent. and i i everything you said i i also and, agree with uh, like the youth thing is so important we haven't gotten he's played i, I want to count but he's played in I'm pretty sure more youth players in games than every other manager that we had since Sir Alex combined, I want to say. Something like that. I, I think maybe Jose, just because Pogba technically counts as a youth player. No, I, I don't... Okay, that's he, fair. I don't count it because he, he was the Juve. He, he was came back. for two and a half years. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, he gave James Garner, Chong... Mason Greenwood, Angel Gomez all got at least two games playing. I mean, what? Uh, Gomez got, like... Two minutes at the end of like a League Cup game under Jose, mm-hmm. that was it. You know, if you include yeah. McTominay, like and, there's, there's um, actually it's I not think, shit, man. I think Louis <laughs> Van Gaal might have, but that was more necessity than anything because we had so many injuries that one. He brought up Rashi. Yeah, brought, well, Rashford, Borthwick, Jackson, Twinzebe, Fosu Mensa, um, what's his name, Patty McNair, Tyler Blackett, <laughs> and almost all of those. Jesse don't Lingard play. actually made his like full season debut under yeah uh, Van Hall. So, so I mean, but also to be fair, that that if we did a ratio, Ole hasn't had a whole season to do that. So, yeah, like the no, youth is really Ole, important. Ole wants to play youth players; he doesn't have to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I completely yeah. agree. All right, so but yeah, um, yeah. I hope you enjoyed the season review. Check out the transfer polls when they go up in the next couple of days. I think they'll be up on Friday. Check it, check it, check it. And, uh, yeah, keep posted on the Busby Babe for all things Manchester United. This offseason, we're going to be rolling out our season review stuff. Uh, we're going to be doing player report cards from the writers. Uh, we're going to be doing a full season review rewards or awards. So those are going to be called yeah. the Busbies. 
their annual. And uh, by the way, Game it. of Thrones sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Let's not say anything because there's some people might not watch it, but it sucks. If you yeah. if you're watching Game of Thrones, just do, just stop now. If you're trying to catch up, just stop. Just don't do it. Or, or watch it and then join Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've been All right. I've been Matt.